Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Can you talk about, and I know it wasn't the prettiest game um, for yourself and, and for the team, but can, can you talk about just the ability and the importance maybe of withstanding long periods of pressure? It happened at the start of the game and then really throughout the fixture as well, there were long periods where you, you had to withstand. Just how, how important is that to picking up road results? It's, it's, it's really everything. You know, I think um, coming, coming to a place uh, where, where, you know, Colorado has been dominant um, in, in their first few performances at home. Um, it was, it was critical that, and we knew we were going to endure uh, waves of, of possession. And again, as long as we stayed organized and, 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 and had cover for each other, it felt like we were, you know, although it's not, like you said, it's, it's, it's at times agonizing. Um, but at the same time, it, it builds, it builds belief within the group with every wave that you snuff out um and you know given given our current situation it's nothing is is ideal that we're going through um but what is ideal is the mindset of the guys to to again not make excuses for what we don't have but really step up and and be brave in difficult moments and and coming away with the result because at the end of the day we know how important this point is, uh, you know, come September, October. Um, this is a huge point for us. Um, this question kind of sounds a bit silly, I guess, but but it is genuine. How is Haziel Rosko so, so good at such a young age? You know, I think his, his, his father playing uh, at a high level, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of so, – you know, uh, you know, kids of, of former players that absorb themselves in the game almost because they have to and wanting wanting to, to, to play football and having this desire as a young kid. Uh, you know, some of his um, movements with the ball, his, his positioning, um, you know, it's, it's hard to find a 17-year-old that, that has that. You know, I think the next level for Hazi is really the, the physical part, but – I think, I think tonight he held his own and did a fantastic job. So, you know, again, and, and it's a lot of hard work as well. I don't want to dismiss that because hazi has been working extremely hard um, nutritionally, you know, working in the weight room, um, all the other stuff that, that you need to do at a young age. And so he's put himself in a, in a great position and, and, you know, I couldn't be more proud of, of, of Hazi. I just got two more quick questions. Um, you know, there's always more uncertainty. I, I have to imagine for yourself, but certainly for the fans, coming off a loss and, and the first loss of the season at that, you, you know, although it wasn't pretty tonight at times, you must be wrapped with 
with picking up another positive result following last week's loss. Yeah, again, it's about finding, you know, finding ways to win. You know, you're not always going to have your best stuff. It's not going to always be easy. Um, again, playing as a visitor, it's, it's, it's very difficult um, in this league. Um, and so finding ways to stay in games, finding ways to, to, to overcome a lot of adversity. I mean, that's what, that's what road points are. And, and tonight, I think, was a great example of that. And then I don't know what you did when um, or if you were celebrating the Pablo Ruiz penalty. He celebrated right in front of Centennial 38 and, and uh, pointed some fingers towards him. I think more fingers were pointed back at him. But, you know, it was certainly a, a fiery response from Pablo who scored in front of the, um, the home supporters. You, I, do, you, do you love that, that you know, showing that sort of fiery attitude? You, you were sort of a player that, that prided yourself on, 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 on that sort of attitude as well. What does that tell you about Pablo and, and the entire group? Yeah, I, I think Pablo has been, has been playing at a, at a very high level this year. And, um, you know, I think there's been so many chances he's had uh, that, that, that haven't come through in the back of the net. And so I think for him, it was almost taking the piano off his back that he's been carrying in that regard. And so taking the ball and, and, and slotting it, I think it was a release of emotion. And, uh, you know, and again, get on the, the, the board first away from home is, is a critical moment. So it's not only a celebration for him, but, but, but for his teammates as well. And so it's a, a real special moment for Pablo. Thanks, Pablo. All right, Alex, your line's open. Hey, Pablo, congrats on the result. Um, I guess kind of similar to Tom's last question, <clears throat> having participated in this rivalry over the years as both player and coach, and, you know, you probably own one of the most memorable moments <laughs> in this rivalry as a Rapids player. What do you make of the current state of the Rocky Mountain Cup? And do you think it still has the same, I guess, intensity or meaning as it, you know, did historically? Yeah, absolutely, Alex. I, I think, you know, being on the field, you, you felt the emotion of, of the game and, and you felt um, – the intensity of the players and, and, you know, I can hear Robin across the way. I can hear the fans. Um, and so again, whilst it's a, it's an early game in, in the season, it really did have a feel of, of, of a big match. And, and I think again, the, the, it, it was a contested battle and, and it, it was from the kickoff to the end, um, you know, the, the pace of the game I, th- I felt was really intense. And so from that perspective, I, I feel like the Rocky mountain cup is, is alive and well. And then just a quick follow-up, you know, obviously you guys have been missing, you know, a lot of key guys and especially up top, but the team has been pretty thoroughly outshot in the last three games. Where do you think you could see improved, I guess, chance creation and shots coming from, from the roster? You know, is it as simple as just getting healthy or is it, you know, maybe a little bit more systemic? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you lose Bobby Wood, that, that has been a feature of our first few games. Um, Johnny Menendez, I thought was really bright when he came in last year. And you're, you know, it's, you know, the attacking part of, of, of the game requires chemistry and, and, and understanding players' movements, right? And so when you're chopping and changing every game, there's going to be a disruption in that, um, you know. And then, you know, guys, guys like Bodie and Pierre coming into games, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough ask. So whilst obviously we want to put ourselves in a position, um, it's extremely difficult throughout the week to even know who's available for the weekend. So, uh, you know, I think at this moment, um, it, it's not so much about um, – it's 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 more about getting guys healthy and on the field than it is about the you know the, the chance creation. Obviously, you have to create chances to score goals, you know. But I think being away from home with with you know 
10 guys uh, n- not being available. And again, it's not only the guys up top, you know, Aaron Herrera last year had, uh, I don't know, 11, 12 assists. So, you, you know, you take away Aaron Herrera, you take away uh, Albert Rusnick, you take away uh, Anderson Julio, and you take away uh, Demir Krylak. Th- that, those were all the goals and assists last year. So it's a new group where we're, we're thin, um, but I'll tell you what, what we, we're not, what we don't have in chance creation, we have heart and belief and, and, and the stick to it enough to find a way to win games and get rid of it. And then lastly, for me, just kind of building off that, Dami spoke post game about how the team has this, you know, this correct mentality and is tough to play against. And he attributed that to the way that the team trains. And what I want to know is just how do you keep that momentum in training and how does it not get old? You know, a culture of hard work, how do you get these guys motivated every single day? How does that not just get old? Because <laughs> uh, we're professionals and, and the standard minimum is working hard. That's a standard minimum. <laughs> and so um, we try to make the practices engaging, fun. Um, and I think when the players have fun, they work hard. Now, if it's boring, if it's laborious and it's all – standing and, and walking through things, then it's not fun. But there's a lot of competition and training every week. And for me as a player, that was the fun. That, that was, that was the most fun. That was the way that I can express myself yet compete um, within the guidelines of, of the principles in which we want to play. And so um, again, it's an hour and a half a day. The guys are committed and they actually spend like four or five hours at the club. Um, and when you create an environment, when you have a guys that, that want to be there, great leadership, um, it's, it's not even, you don't think about working hard. That's just, that's what you do. And, and so, um, again, credit to, to Dami and, and Marcelo and Zach and, and, and Justin Miram, you know, traveling all this way, coming in and putting in a performance. I mean, again, the guys have been fantastic.